0: Welcome to Becoming Unique, Episode Twenty Two. One more episode left into the end of Season One for Becoming Unique. So, if you missed last week's episode, which is Episode Twenty One, that was an amazing episode to kind of get a recap of the whole season. But I will be ending off Season One at Episode Twenty Three, which will be next week, and. I'm going to be on break until the top of the new year. The top of the new year, 2021. I'm going to come back with season two. Today's episode is called Starting a Conversation Around Plants. When I originally thought of and planned this episode, I wanted it to be called Planting 101. But it turns out to be a conversation that holds treasures deeper than the details of how to water a plant. As per usual, my guests fell right in line with the energy and intentions that I have for the Becoming Unique podcast. And that would be to be a place to empower one to be well and be themselves. This week on Instagram, a fellow podcaster that I follow, Kelly from Limitless Soul Podcast gave me a shout out. And she said that I have a podcast to empower people to be well and be themselves. And I was like, wow, I love it. I think this will be my tagline going forward. A place to empower people to be well and be themselves. Like, I love that. Does that sum up becoming unique? I, I think it does and I think I'm going to move forward With that for right now So today you will learn A little something something About plants And it will also carry A little soul food As well Make sure you listen to this show In its entirety Because my guests Share some jewels about Planting and some things That I never thought of before But Just before I get into today's show, I would like to say a quote and dig into it for a quick moment. And the quote is, a smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. Let me repeat that. A smooth sea never made a skillful sailor. In today's episode, I will try to reference this quote, but I will mix up the words just a bit. But you will still get the meaning of what I'm trying to say. But the reason why I'm quoting this quote right now is in reference to the podcast. In my last episode, I mentioned how starting, the, starting and doing this podcast has been a learning experience and learning a lot of the times comes with, with hiccups. In today's episode, there are some hiccups with the recording. Today's show starts off very smooth but towards the end there are a couple of moments of my guest and I talking on top of each other because the recording went a little wacky but it's all good and the conversation is completely understandable but this is not the first time my recording got jinky like a little wacky jinky just like today but this hiccup has informed me that I will need to change my recording service that I am currently using which I did tell myself I wanted to do in the past so I can get better analytics because the analytics that I currently have with the service that I'm using is it's not as detailed as I would like it to be so I've been mentally telling myself who oh, I want to change the service who oh, I want to change the service but I guess I've been too lazy and too comfortable to change because I didn't want to learn the new program because it was just like in my mind like if I change service I got to learn how to edit on that service that whole lazy being comfortable you know thing came into place so let's go back to this quote if this process, this recording process, would have been a smooth sea for me, it would have kept me comfortable and not seek growth. So the blessing out of the recording, getting a little jinky and stuff, it's pushing me to seek more to seek growth to seek other options to learn other programs so it's a good thing that things get janky because now I'm going to be moving forward with learning other programs and just move stepping my podcast game up (laughs) but anyway let's get into today's episode um let me stop chit-chatting away because this episode's already full enough so let's get into today's episode let's go Today on the Becoming Unique podcast, I have my second male guest to the podcast. His name is Mario and he is from Profound Gentlemen. Welcome.
1: Hello. How you doing?
0: <laughs> I am great. And you?
1: I'm doing great. Um, you know, it's, it just feels good to, you know, <laughs> be on this side of the earth. <laughs> yeah. Above and not yes. beneath <laughs>
0: Yes, we woke up this morning. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So, to get started, I want you to tell the audience who is Mario?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, for me, I I always say um, at heart, I am a storyteller. I think that that's the first thing I always like to start off with because it just, you know, helps me to really share my superpower, as I will say. Um, And so in all that I do, it gets back to telling a story and a message. And I'm just, lately I've really been on a journey of exploring um, how like stories really do help um, to transform people's lives and to change ideas and to inform people uh, about things that they never knew. And simply just to gain more empathy. And so, you know, that's who I, that's who I am at heart. Um, and, and a black male, you know what I mean? I think that's, mm-hmm. that would be second. I think like, you know, it, internally I'm a storyteller. You can't see that on the outside. But externally I'm a black male. Um, and I just refuse to, you know, fall under a monolithic point of view that people tend to put black males under. Um mm-hmm. and And live my life through black boy joy, and that's
0: that's that, <laughs> yes, I love black boy joy, and yes. um, I love that you have embraced that you are a storyteller
1: yeah. um
0: because we all have a story, and I feel like so many of us um sometimes feel like our stories may not matter or mm-hmm. our stories look like someone else's story, and trying to you know a lot of people are out there trying to. Go towards someone else's goals where we just have to embrace our story because we're all. Yeah, new. and I love That's that so you. True. Yeah, that you are embracing your story because it is a one of a kind story as all yeah. of are. <laughs> Thank you, I appreciate that. <laughs> You're welcome. Yes. So, um, I have you on the show today because I want to start like talking about plants. So, yes, I want to <laughs> know what led you to being a plant dad.
1: You know what's what's so funny is that I was up at four o'clock this morning. I went to bed at ten, uh-huh. and so I had six hours of sleep already. But then I went back to sleep at five o'clock. Um, but and I woke up at seven, <laughs> so I guess I had eight hours altogether. Um, but I woke up at four o'clock this morning, and um, I'm thinking about getting an iPhone. So I was like, erasing a lot of pictures. And I was going, as I was going through my phone, I started to notice some of the pictures that I was taking on my, along my plant journey, um, as well as just like in general, uh, when did I start, you know, my plant journey. And it was so cool because I, I took it back all the way to 2017. Uh, and that's when I began start, I actually started gardening first before I actually started planting um Ron mm-hmm. Finley. I don't know if you know who Ron Finley is. Uh he's out of LA and he's just amazing. He has like this garden in front of his house. And I never saw a black man plant before. And there used to be there was a um there is a he has a Netflix special that came out in two thousand and sixteen. Two thousand sixteen, yeah. And it was just so good. Um and then, and that happened after, you know, all of the shootings of uh, uh, black males uh, by, by the hands of police officers, as well as um, 45, however you wanna <laughs> address him. I refuse to call cotton president, but um, um <laughs> in, in former 45 now. But, uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, it was for me, this idea of really trying to find a hobby to re-engage with myself. Because I was clinically diagnosed with um, anxiety back in 2010, and I didn't want to get back on on pills. And I I don't mm-hmm. I do not you know um, I don't uh, 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 look down on someone who goes on anxiety pills because you know I do know some people that are on it, but I wanted to do it a more holistic way. So I knew I needed to do something, and so it was yeah. cool. This morning, being able to look back at my pictures and stuff, and be able to see this journey and look how far I have I have come. So then, my first in-house plant, I think it's a Drissania. I Always do not know. Um, I need to do better with that. But it, um, her name is Serena.
0: Ooh, Serena. Yeah, I like that. She
1: would go back and forth, you know, and it, it, it was she, she. It was like almost like a tennis player type of thing. And it was uh I got it around the time when Serena, uh well I think it was around the time but she she had started to uh, she had a baby She started to get back into tennis and it was for me trying to get back into myself as well and so that's how I, I actually got that name and, and I am a tennis player so I really admire Serena uh, with her strength and perseverance so it's a lot of a background of how I got
0: into plants um. But yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Mm, it was mm. a it was a journey because I I I agree because it's like if someone says like when was your first yoga class? It's like I can't pinpoint the first yoga class, but it it was a part of the journey and yeah. um and I completely understand. And part of the journey was. You were motivated motivated by um Ron Finley with what, what was his name?
1: Yeah, that's his name, Ron Finley. Yes, I'm
0: gonna have to um look him up and look up this Netflix special yes. because I'm definitely interested in finding out more about Ron Finley. Yes, and then a part of the journey you said um with being diagnosed with anxiety and wanting to go holistically about it. Yeah, and just like you said about not looking down on anyone that does go the route of anxiety um pills because everyone's story is different yeah just as you said at the beginning so it's fine like we have to we need to be secure in our story and know what we want for ourselves yes so um so yeah Yeah. that's that's absolutely beautiful so we know that your first plant was named Serena (laughs) (laughs) which I love Uh, do you suggest that we name our plants I do
1: but yeah so uh I do recommend it, but I do recommend if you are gonna name your plants, to let it come into your house first and give it some time. Give it mm-hmm. some time to figure out: are you getting feminine energy or masculine energy, or are both? Feminine yeah, and masculine energy. Some of my plants are day and done because, like, I'm like, I'm not getting any feminine or masculine energy from you. You know what I mean? Like, you know, mm-hmm. so I try to give it more of a gender neutral name, but the reason being is like it also speaks to where you are at in that moment you know what i mean of how yeah. uh, of of what you're taking in and stuff um i think you know when i named serena i did need it to be um, you know you know oftentimes nurturing is uh connected to feminine energy and i needed to i needed to bring that energy into my life you know so maybe that's why mm-hmm. i got that feminine energy coming from serena because i also needed that i needed that energy for me um, but that's one thing. The second thing is you take care of your your plants more. Like you know, I call my plants my coworkers, um, because of COVID. Like I started off with probably around twenty something
0: plants. I'm over fifty now, plants. Wow. COVID. Um, <laughs> so you double your plants. I pretty much this doubled.
1: year. Double. Wow. <laughs> yeah, I pretty much doubled my plants, and um, yeah. So sometimes I I'm on the phone. I'm like, yeah. Um, you know, Penelope is is dying on me right now, <laughs> one of my co-workers. They're like, and I stand running on the call. They're like, who? You know what I mean? Like, What's, are you okay? I'm like, oh, it's one of my plants. you know? Um, <laughs> but you become more personal with the plants, you know what I mean? Um, yeah. You know, it, it, it really does. Um, You know, I, I love them so much. Um, and then I named one of them Chadwick after Chadwick Boseman because – uh, you know Chadwick Boseman was one of my uh, all-time favorite actors. Uh, you know of all time, him and Michael B. Jordan and Gabrielle I love me
0: Gabrielle love me Gabrielle Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Regina Hall, Regina King, all of them. Yes. Uh, but yeah, Chad... Black Boy Joy and Black Girl Magic. Yes. yes. Okay. <laughs> um, so yeah, you. But so you, you named Chadwick after his passing. Yes, or Before I did. Cast... Okay. Was, yeah. So it, it was like a great honor. memorial for me. Wow. Yeah, beautiful.
1: It was a way to honor him. uh I never paid over a hundred. Well, I never paid over thirty dollars for a plant. I got a huge fiddly fig that was one hundred and sixty dollars. And one of the things that Chadwick Boseman taught us was to dare to dream and to dare Mm -hmm. to like do things big. And so I was like, I'm gonna Mm -hmm. go ahead on and go to the my my plant nursery and get this big old plant that I know is gonna cost a lot of money. And 30 leaves yeah. for of this dang on thing. Let me tell you, this thing has been a struggle. already. <laughs> uh,
0: well, you know, sometimes, you know, the big things require more work. Um, yes. So, yeah. And see I recommend sad.
1: small plants. Like I reckon majority of my plants are small and have gotten much larger. Um, I love yeah. the journey of that. It's something beautiful about watching and nurturing a small plant and and watching it get much larger. A lot of people don't have a lot of patience for it, but I tend to have patience for that. I really do.
0: Yeah, it's like in this world, a lot of us want just that instant gratification. Um, (laughs) I know we shouldn't ask any parent this question, but I'm going to ask you this. Do you have a favorite plant?
1: I do. I typically not try not to say it in front of my plants, but I will for the sake of the <laughs> conversation. I just feel like it's just being like negative energy to them and then all of a sudden um, they start to die. But my favorite is is, is is a ZZ plant. You know, it's a South African plant. Uh, oftentimes people say ZZ plants grow slow, but for me, mine typically grow fast. Um,
0: and oftentimes, people, yeah, you, you it felt that energy, it knows that yes. it's your
1: favorite. <laughs> so, I have four ZZ plants in my house, one is a medium sized one, the other three are small. Yet again, I like I said, I love to watch a plant grow, like it's just beautiful to watch a plant grow. Um, I do like the pilea, that's a close second for me. I just love how it just speaks black boy joy to me. Just how just fun it looks, this plant that has this long stem with a with a circular uh leaf and it's a thick leaf too At that and then my Pali is called dot I name her dot um <laughs> because it's just really mm. cool um yeah, and then my the one that i mm, I don't know if you're gonna ask this question, but the one that I struggle with the most, I'll get to that but in, but um. But snake plants are my third. You know, the reason why I like a snake plant, um, oftentimes people do uh, call it like a friendship plant. I love that they call it a, snake, a friendship plant because it is a plant that if you are a new plant owner or you want to mm-hmm. give the plant to someone, that's the plant to give to someone. First of all, it releases oxygen at night. You know what needs oxygen? Collagen. You know who likes to stay young? People do. So like, we love, we love snake plants. <laughs> and so, and so yes. I have about six snake plants in my, in my bedroom. They release oxygen at night. It helps with, with, with sleep. Mm-hmm. I don't have dark circles under my eyes or anything like that. You know what I mean? I work very hard, but I do feel like I get a lot of rest. And I do. I contribute yes. to my snake plants.
0: Oh, okay. I didn't know the snake plants were also called friendship plants. Um, So I learned something new. Yes. That one. It's like that
1: friendship plant or mother-in-law's tongue as some people call it. That's what my mom, my mom, my mom call it.
0: Mother-in-law's tongue. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: yep. Mother-in-law's tongue is what so many, so many like, you know, boomers, I would say. Oh no. Yeah. Boomers. Yep. Yeah, baby boomers. Like my, all of my aunts. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, look at your mother in law's time. Like, that's called a snake plant.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. you schooled Yep. Me, and schooled then they me. say that, oh, well, some New terminologies. <laughs>
1: snake plant, are, But yeah.
0: Okay. Okay. That's cool. So now that you told us about the plant that is your favorite and the reasons why, what plant, I guess, are you struggling the most with or is giving you the most challenges out there?
1: You know, a fiddle leaf fig, I think, is the most challenging. Plant ever because it really is a tree. If you look at a leaf fig in Africa, um, it's a tree. So trees don't move. Uh-huh. You see them saying uh, as much. Um, they don't, they rarely touch um, that type of thing. So people love fiddly figs, but they are very stubborn and difficult because they don't want to be moved. Um, Chadwick Boseman is a fiddly fig. That's why uh, once he was removed from his nursery, 30 of his leaves dropped. I mean, when I tell you this was the most, like, full wow. plant ever, and now it's, like, okay. You know, it's still beautiful. I really actually do like it, because now that it has left leaves, it allows even more sunlight to come into the house, um, and not mm-hmm. just stop at the fiddle. Uh, but that, that would yeah. be one. Um, another one that checks my soul, that literally, like, convicts me all the time is my heart leaf, um fill a dungeon plant it knows when I am not interested in a relationship or try to steer away from relationships so it uh-huh. usually looks droopy I kid you not but as soon Ooh. as I said to the universe to God that I was no longer interested in, a, in, in like being in a relationship my heartleaf plant started dropping leaves like crazy and and it i'm it, i'm really good with with uh like it's a part of like that pothos family pothos family so i'm really good you know pothos you could overwater it, underwater it, and it's good you know what i mean so uh-huh. the, the fact that that dang on thing started to lose its leaves when i started speaking about not wanting to be in a relationship and everything like that, I'm like, okay, I gotta watch, I gotta watch because you know, mm-hmm. my soul, you you know me.
0: <laughs> yes. Yeah it's it's funny that you say that because um i heard something on the podcast before and this was um a, a while ago before i had any interest of starting this conversation with plants so i don't remember the exact exact details but i do remember saying there's a scientific study out there on how they i guess track the uh the the energy of the plant mm-hmm. and the owner like so the owner was on the other part of the country <laughs> and then and then the plant was like at mm-hmm. home and whatever energy that owner was feeling mm-hmm. the plant was feeling it like it like it put some type of like you know electric thing on it and it could feel the vibration so they un- the, it understood when the um, owner which was on a different not even in the same room mm-hmm. was sad whatever emotions it was going through the plant started to react. Mm-hmm.
1: That's really interesting. You know, honestly, and, and I wonder this, right? Like um, this is something that uh, people recommend uh, in order to prevent jet lag is that once you get off the plane and perhaps get to the hotel and we you're in like another country to take off your, your socks and shoes and to just walk on the ground. Get soil. Yeah, because mm-hmm. that magnetic energy is able to help align the, your vibrations in your body to know where you're currently at when we uh have our socks and our shoes on it's preventing that that magnetic energy from yeah, fully that coming connection. into our body so i'm wondering like because of that magnetic energy you know it does travel you know what i mean uh and and you know there's that book called the secret you know where where yeah uh, the thing is about speaking positively around your life and then that energy does come, I love that book and I love Lisa Nichols first of all she doesn't write the book but she's in the she's in the um, documentary oh, the yes. documentary I love mm-hmm. her um, and how she thinks and stuff and so you got to think about how and it's true because lately in the past like like month uh, with the election and everything like that I've been like really really you know nervous and like really really you know going hard and stuff, um, and I think I've been, and since I've been more tossing and turning at night than anything, the side of the bed that I know that I actually sleep on, um, you know, <laughs> even though I'm single, I don't sleep in the middle of the bed. I wonder if other single people have that same same thing. I always sleep on one side of the bed. I'm just
0: thinking about that. Like, I could sleep in the middle. Well, I think I think people have a favorite okay, side of ooh, the bed. I didn't even know that. <laughs> I think it's just a a, a favorite side. Yes.
1: Um, okay. but yeah. <laughs> and so, the side that I normally sleep on, the where the, my my plants are at on that side, a couple of leaves are falling for no apparent reason. Because you know, what I mean, I, well, some of that has to do with the fact that you know, fall is arriving. You are going to see a little bit of gray. I mean, you're gonna you are going to see a little yeah. bit of browning, a little bit of leaves falling. Um, and that's weird too because your plants are inside but they still are connected to the outside world. And they know that the weather is changing, although
0: they are inside. I, I, it, It's like, it's it's that energy, energy again. It's that energy. And it's just like a loved one. You, you can be on a, a different part of the world and you can sense something is not right. And you may, you may pick up the phone and call someone because you felt it. Yeah. Um, so I think that's also kind of like reigning true with the plants as well, too. And everything, this world is connected on energy. Um, so, yeah, it's just more proof that energy is out there, even though we may be in our yeah. heads. <laughs> energy energy is real. That's what, you know, and that's it so real, real to me,
1: too, because, you know, um, you know, I just had a dream of, so my grand, all of my grandparents are passing, and, and I believe that, to me, having... It's in a sense, it's like on earth, where, we're like when our ancestors pass they really are just like among us and around us. Um, I like a- a- yeah. Angelo's uh description is that, like, kind of sort of like when you pass, you know, in a spirit world, you're helping somebody who was living out the same purpose as you, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and so yeah. there's this idea, um, that, you know, that your ancestors could come into your dreams. So it's interesting because my grandma uh, was in my dream, like, really happy last night. And it was just so beautiful to have, like, conversation and interact with her and everything. Um, and it was, like, a cherishable moment. But all of it's like, it's this idea that we are all connected. And, and I think that's what it is. Yeah. Like, you know, we, you know, our dreams allow us to te- tether between, you know, the spiritual world and the and the natural world that we live in uh, currently, and it's just beautiful because you know you could definitely when you dream you begin to see how all of this is, is connected.
0: My my next question was gonna kind of like I'll loop them together. Like, do you think plants have healing properties? And what else can plants offer us besides just looking pretty? Yeah. So what what other benefits can you, you know, even though I feel like we may have been touching on it a little bit as we've been no, but going that's along. Question. But do you have any like um do you have like any like breakdowns of like, oh plants do X, Y, and yeah. Z?
1: You know what's very interesting and this is the first time, and I'll say this, um I think this is why I was interested and excited about having a conversation, um, is that you know, I haven't really been sharing a lot about my plants or just, like, plant life in, like, three weeks on Instagram Um, Mm -hmm. because as much as I love the plant world and the plant community, I think it's so dope and so fun. Um, You know, I I wanted to make sure that, you know, because a lot of people start following you and then reposting your messages and DMing you to to um, you know, have conversation about your plants and everything like that, which is really dope and fun. And I love to respond to everyone's mm-hmm. messages. But what I recognize is that it was that I it wasn't the people, but it was me not finding a balance of like making sure that it's not just a thing. It still is my hobby, and it also is my space of healing. And so I'm inviting a lot of people into my space of healing, and at the same time, I yeah. really, really need to make sure that I am being healed prior to doing it. Right, like I'm, I'm actually mm-hmm. giving myself the space to be able to heal first before I share the idea of filling my cup up before I ever pour yeah. it into someone else. And I think. I was just so excited about you know, sharing plants and getting so excited about other people. Like, oh my God, I'm about to do this with this plant and this thing with this plant. So it became this rushing and this hot energy thing rather than this calming. Yeah. And I needed my plants to be my calming space rather than at, definitely mm-hmm. when it was the time around the election. It definitely 100% with COVID a lot of different things were changing with my main job and stuff like that. This needed to be 100% this space that I could go to. Um, so I do believe that plants have healing properties. Um, I believe that mm-hmm. God, um, is omnipresent and, and I love what father Richard war talks about on this podcast with that Oprah has with super. Soul Sunday, um, you know, he said, you know, that, um, either, you know, there's this idea of antheist, uh, but there's this really stronger idea of pan entheist, meaning that God is in everything. So God is, yes. you, know, you are the manifestation of who God will call unique. I am the manifestation mm-hmm. of who God will call Mario. And so when you look at your plants, this is just the manifestation of God. And it reminds you that all things mm-hmm. are possible. It reminds you that, like, like, wow, these things are uniquely different. And though I do have four fiddle leaf figs, which are stubborn, I love them, though, um, they all have different leaf shapes. And they all respond different mm-hmm. to certain waters. So although, yes, we all may be black people, we're not a monolith, we're different. And that's something yeah. that I'm able to take with me every single day into this work. And it's a beautiful thing. It's a wonderful thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So so uh, it's a part of storytelling as well. And so when you, when mm-hmm. you think plants, um, I cannot wait, you know, till I actually really have a house and I've really been reflecting on it and thinking about that. I kind of just a little bit caught a house bug where like I'm a little bit tired mm-hmm. of being in an apartment complex. Um, although I love it Mm because I like to be able to call maintenance and say hey this is not working Um, (laughs)
0: yes
1: (laughs) the perks Uh, of an apartment yeah it's something about how I'm so excited to have so many trees in my backyard Mm -hmm. because they are like some of the Mm -hmm. most ultimate versions of healing power like when I uh, walk um, when I sometimes take a trail going to the mountains here in North Carolina that's the cool thing about North Carolina you got a city and you got mountains and you also got a beach um <laughs> so you got everything mm-hmm. here um, you got all sorts yeah of like it's just uh, North Carolina is just magical um with that piece I never thought about yeah, it that like,
0: way wow like you pointed out all of the positives I mean I I definitely, um, I go to the South and I've always gone to the South, um, for my summers, but, um, I think I just always, cause I'm from the city, be like, Oh, I just gotta get back to New yes. York energy. But I love that you just pointed out that you really, you yeah. guys really have it all. If you, t- if you choose to look at oh, it yeah. and take advantage yeah. of it, um, that's beautiful, no, but good. I'm sorry you're I, I interrupted it. Know, this <laughs> yeah. is such a spiritual conversation.
1: Every time I talk about plants on a podcast, it ends up being spiritual and God ends up speaking to me through it. Um, but when I'm on my trails, like when yes. I take my dog with me and we go up a mountain, you know, and I touch the trees. And the trees are so powerful mm-hmm. because they literally say to me all the time that I could take it. Definitely a rock too. I could take, yes. you, I could take you touching me and sending your negative energy to me because I could send this thing straight to the ground and strike it cold, right? And so the trees speak to me to say, mm-hmm. "Give me your burdens, give me your, give me your negative energy, because we leave out of this forest. Yes. I want you to be healed, and it's like it's so beautiful, and that's the same replication that you can have inside of your house when I'm missing my plants." Mm-hmm. not every morning I need to do better with that but like when I'm missing my plants when I think about it you know and I'm going by each one on the opposite side of their name tags because I, I have over 50 so I gotta remember their names. Uh, on, <laughs> opposite, <laughs> right, uh okay. <laughs> on the opposite side of their name tags is an is a affirmation not all of them yet though because I wait so yeah. I need that affirmation
0: wait a minute so some of them have yes, the on the opposite end
1: names? of the name. So, so Serena may be um her, the name is Serena, but on the opposite end of that card, it may be um wisdom, right? And actually, I think one hundred percent that on the opposite side of Serena is wisdom because at that time, that's what I needed was as I'm missing my wow, pants. yeah, oh, as I, I miss love my that. Pants, I need to. That's
0: yeah. an amazing and idea. You,
1: as, you, as you're watering them.
0: And, this, and the, also the plant yes. is vibrating that yes. energy because it's there. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and it's, That's it's amazing. Beautiful. I love that. Yeah,
1: this is really bringing me back to why I do the plant life. Like, you know, everybody, I love the plant community because it's so diverse. Oh my God. Like, I'm friends with a formerly incarcerated, yeah. incarcerated prison on there. I'm friends with somebody who uh, is a part of a Fortune 500 company. And it's just like, how plants are connecting people its beautiful. It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like yeah. one of my, one of my favorite people, he's a, he's a former, a former army uh, a, a veteran is a propagation poppy because, oh my God, first of all, his hair is beautiful. Y'all have, y'all have to follow him. Um, but like, he, he's <laughs> one of my favorites um, because you know he'll be smoking his weed while doing his plants. I'm just like,
0: yes, like I don't smoke weed, but this is beautiful. This is amazing. He's just vibe. Yeah. He's just giving all that energy that he's um yes. inserting out into the world, and you And he'll do be stereotyped. Yeah. as, like this thug.
1: You know what I mean? He got he got more plants than me. You know he'll be stereotyped as that. Mm-hmm. You know, and he always loves to smile and yeah. his pictures with his plants, and it's beautiful. It's beautiful to be able to.
0: So this is why you can can't, never judge a book can't. by its cover. It's like you just never know. You can't just leave the plants for maybe you know yep. a suburban mom yep. or whoever you may look at. Yeah, it's for everyone. This yes. earth is for all of us. Um, oh. yeah. So yeah. So if this is what you're vibrating in the direction that you want to go towards to find to channel your energy go towards it so it it definitely you said plants hold healing properties just as animals hold healing properties for people as well too that's why they have therapy dogs and so on but animals may not be for everyone so you gotta everyone needs to especially at the become a unique podcast i'm definitely always talking about we need to walk in our own path so if you have not thought about plants, maybe plants could be a path that you can walk in that can help with the healing properties that we all are healing. No, no one out here is perfect. (laughs) So, you know, so whatever, you know, battle or path, you feel like you need to walk, um, plants may be an excellent opportunity for healing because it does carry, um, loads of energy. And, um, as you were talking about walking your trail, I thought of, and you said you would touch the plants and you would just feel the energy. I thought about mm. flower essences. Mm-mm. You know about flower for essences? Sure. That's, in the, that's in the herbalism world. If you go to like a herbal shop, you can ask them for flower essences. But if you want to make, you can also mm. make your own flower essence. And flower essence, if you look up some YouTube videos, they will tell you. And the first thing you have to do, because you said yeah. you, they talk to you, the plants talk to you. In the videos, they'll tell you when you're looking to pull the essence from that flower, you first have to have a conversation with that flower mm. and ask permission mm-hmm. to take that flower. And to, they they're like you'll you'll feel it you you know and it's again the vibration. So plant plant essences and each plant carries a different essence. Um, it, when you take it. Oh, you, you have to make it, and you make it with basically, um, vodka. <laughs> you mix the the water, the essence of the plant with vodka, or if you you don't do alcohol, you could do apple cider vinegar, vinegar. But you're soaking it in, and it's transporting that essence. Mm-hmm. And um, and you take the essence like it's in a dropper. So if you go to an herbal shop to buy them, you know, it's just like in the dropper, and whatever that energy, and it, you have to look up the different energies of each yeah. um flower so you may be like i'm trying to channel x y and z i need to just get those essences and you know it's definitely a whole community behind it and you know and you're pulling that vibration some of these plant you know flowers they only bloom this time of year so their essences are very special and so on so i just thought that came to my mind when you were saying that you were talking to the um to the plants or the trees when you go out into the trails so i thought about the flower essences cuz how it's the same I love you this. have to have a conversation with it in or, in order to pull the the essence. So if you have a herbal shop by you where you get your herbs and your teas and your tinctures, they're definitely going to have I flower essences there That's as well really too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, now that I'm like in this space, of course, a year ago I had absolutely no idea what flower essences were. But now that I'm in this space of just like, you know, growing and learning and just being open in this, this portal to mm-hmm. being open mm-hmm. to receive this information, now I'm learning. Because Flower Essences could have been told to me five years ago, but I wasn't in the space that I'm in now. The portal wasn't open, mm-hmm. so I didn't receive it. <laughs> but now I'm receiving And whoever is listening today, if they're, you know, if they're open to receive they receive it's not i understand because you know we all have our time when it's time for us to receive whatever we it. Receive. but um Love yeah it. <laughs> but okay so yes i know it's so much okay happening <laughs> um yes but now let's give my audience like a one-on-one on plants like what would your first piece of advice, even though I guess we've been uh, dropping advice all through this, like what would your first <laughs> piece of advice um, be that you would want to give someone when they're ready to get their first plan? Like, what would you say? Like, okay, I'm ready to buy my first plan. What do, you what, you what look do I look okay, for? What, what do, do I do? For? I have what three would, tips. What? Um,
1: my first tip mm-hmm. is to look at the, I forget how she said, but look at the shoots rather than the leaves. Meaning, you want your plant to be full, right? And so look at the look at the yes, look at the um if it's shooting out, how many are there? Versus all these leaves are big, but it may be only be two dangle branches that are coming out. Oh. You know what I mean? so oh, look I down about into that. the dirt okay. first. And then flip your plant. Well, let's start off. Mm-hmm. and Let me say, examine your plant. That's gonna be my first one. Then flip the pot upside. Don't flip mm-hmm. over. Look, un- look under, underneath um, it, and be able to see <laughs> our, if the roots are coming out. If the roots are coming out, yeah. then that plant will maybe need repotting immediately. And here's the negative thing about repotting immediately. My plants that I probably I got maybe yes, yeah, some plants that I bought in June are still in a nursery pot why because you need to keep your pots your plants in your nursery pots um your nursery planters uh, until the roots start to come out because you got to think that this plant was born in this pot most plants were they they were born from the German they germinated within that pot so this is what they know so, if you take them out of their pot immediately, their as well as introduce them to a new home, all at one time, <laughs> you are putting your plant in greater shock, causing X, Y, and Z more opportunity for you to not be successful. Um, now, you can't be successful. There's a company that um, is in Charlotte, a plant company in Charlotte, that they, uh, within the store... And I wonder how that works because maybe it actually does work because they within the store will take the plant out of its nursery pot and put it into a pot that you want at the store. Uh, Maybe that works. They'll They'll repot it for for you. And maybe that's basically, yes, I should have just said that. Uh, And and, and they will, (laughs) maybe that will work because it's still in this environment, right, already right now. Um, as well, while while you are getting it repotted, I don't
0: know. I don't know. I'm, I'm still a little bit iffy about that. Would you suggest that we just get whatever pot we plan on getting? So we're in the nursery. We we buy the plant. and You're like, oh, this pot is cute. It would go with my decor of my home.
1: I just sit would it you just right suggest
0: I just sit the plant yep, inside. I that, just sit it right in inside here. of it. Without, I love like it
1: too because it's yeah yeah.
0: So that's, right that's, in there. that's
1: you ain't even got to do no dirt or anything yet. Mm-hmm.
0: Just wait. <laughs> would you suggest we get like one size one bigger than what you think we would need? Because we're yeah, one be... inch
1: bigger because one we always gonna go one okay. inch for all, all sides. One inch bigger. because uh, cause the thing is if you mm-hmm. get it too big, what happens is you start overwatering the plant. It could take a bigger pot, to be honest. Oh, okay. With you. Nothing's gonna happen. But what ends up happening is you yourself be trying to make sure that all the dirt is wet. And that's how people usually end up overwatering that plant. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, the second thing I okay. would say is to make sure that you are checking your light. One way to easily check your light is to take a white sheet of paper and put your hand right in front of it. If you have a dark, very, very defined, oh, oh face the window. So face, your back is towards the window. You pay you you put the, the paper up in mm-hmm. you know put the paper up um a bit the sky and then you put your hand um in front of that paper. Don't put it directly on the paper because you need to see the shadows. If the shadow is super, super dark, okay, then you have strong light in that area. If the shadow is very vague, then you okay. have very, very light shadow. You know what I mean? I mean very, very light. Uh, light in, your, in that area. So it's an easy way to test your light by just p- placing a white piece of paper up, uh, facing having your back face that window, put it up. If it's a strong, dark uh, uh, shadow, that's good lighting. So then now you want to start finding plants that will go with that lighting. Now there are some plants that I would recommend uh, to start off with, which would be a snake plant or a sansevieria. The Sansevieria, is, snake plants mm-hmm. are part of Sansevieria's um, yeah, uh, community and you'll be surprised how many different types of quote-unquote snake plants there are. Um, a ZZ plant, I would definitely highly recommend. And a, a pothos plant, I would recommend. Those three plants are very, very hard to kill. Okay, My, la- my last, my last <laughs> one would be that you are going to kill you are i still kill plants i just oh yeah be okay Um, and so you're going to kill you're gonna kill a basket some of them that's what people have been saying
0: (laughs) it's a it's a part of the the journey and also it's a good thing when things happen negative because how do you learn and I, I like when I do something and it doesn't come out the way I expect it because then I, it, it really teaches me like, ooh, well, next time I know not to do that. Instead of everything yep. just mysteriously happening correctly. Yeah, and that's a good way to put it, it because you know. oftentimes
1: when you are uh, doing it, you really, when you are, sometimes it's like, okay, why is this plant working and this plant is not and they're the same plants? So it's like, I don't know what I'm doing wrong. You know what I mean? I I, I had a bird's nest fern,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and mm, I had two of them, and um, one of them is doing really well. The other one just recently passed away, uh, and and it's just like I don't know what I was doing wrong with it.
0: But one of my favorite sayings is um, well I can't even think of the exact words to it now, but I like it when every time I see this um quote, is um, a skillful sailor. Uh, it's basically saying the skillful sailor doesn't um doesn't become skillful with with smooth seas you need to have a rough you need to be if you're gonna be skillful you need to have a rocking mm. rough sail smooth seas smooth seas yes, don't make a skill like skillful that. sailor that's true that's true how are you gonna have to learn you everything just happened great for you and you never like learn anything but if things is like rocky and things are happening then now you need to put in overdrive like That's what true. do i do to correct the situation and then you this is how you become experienced by things going wrong um and then and then now you could, could sit there and ponder like what happened what did i do different is the lighting wrong is this or whatever the watering and so on so yeah um I love I just that. Felt like I I, I need to, um, <laughs> to input that as well with it too. And I had an herbalist Ooh. um come onto my podcast um quite a few episodes ago. Um, not a few maybe about. She was in September, but she when she was talking about herbalism, she definitely said about because we talked about anxiety. She was like um getting a lavender mm-hmm. plant. Have a lavender plant in your house and so on. And then she she said I didn't ask her that. She said it's okay. And your apartment is going to die and it's fine. Get another one, you know? Um, and like, I like that you said that things are going to die, you know, and, but appreciate it why it's here. She was saying that, you know, bring the lab and the plant into your house so you can have the, you know, the aroma mm-hmm. and so on to help with the anxiety and be okay with it dying. Don't like stress yourself out when it is not going to live because this wow. is not the environment that is technically supposed to live wow. in. So it's going to That's die. Better. Um, and then she said, "Just get another one." So, um, yeah. So, which is true. Like, and then you may need, you may like something because it's really pretty. And then maybe you realize once it does die, maybe I don't have the yeah. environment for this plant. That's but so I enjoyed good. it while, yeah, while I, it was I here. I sometimes
1: think of succulents. Don't way, I think of succulents as like flowers? Sometimes they just don't survive in my house.
0: <laughs> some great advice. Like I didn't. I, you definitely gave me some great advice. Um, so I know what to look for. Like, don't look to see how big the leaf is, to see, you know, um, how many like leaves are coming out of it. Um, and then with the potting and, um, like let it, you know, get adapted into your home, your environment before you, you know, Mm -hmm. strip it away of the home that it's been in for its whole life. Um, and also, you know, with just putting Mm -hmm. the pot in the pot, you know, instead of repotting it. So, um. I feel like you said one more thing. but uh, It's okay that it's going <laughs> to... We call it now, that but that was... Gonna... Really... It's okay. Oh, yeah, that that the it's plant okay. will die. Yeah, I just finished talking about that. <laughs> Yes, yes. So, and you told us, like, three great plants that you would um do for beginners. And then, um so now I'm going to go... So, you gave me my advice, what to look for, what plants I should um think about buying. I'm at the garden center, ready to buy my first plant. Do you suggest I buy anything else with? Yeah, you
1: know, um, mm-hmm. get you a good watering can and also get you a good spray bottle. Like, have fun with it. Um, there are some amazing Spotify, Spotify, Spotify plant playlist um, that you oh. could listen to while watering your plants. It takes me about okay. an hour to water my plants, so like, I need a I need a playlist, right? Um, Hip hop, jazz type of like. Um, instrumental type of playlist
0: this is something else new i learned i never thought to put a playlist on but that sounds about right you know you want to let the plants know you know yeah. we're alive and feel the energy instead of a quiet room and it's like yeah, right. the shock of water coming that is true i never <laughs> even thought about it that way neither oh uh, okay. so we bought our first plant Get fun with it, buy a um a watering can, bright buy, buy a spray bottle. And the spray bottle is basically in case the dust. For is humidity, like, humidity why, purposes. These, why do you use the spray bottle? You're buying a
1: spray bottle because all of your plants, most of your for plants humidity. A level of humidity. Except for like uh except for like your, your cactus plants and just stuff like that. But majority of your plants need humidity.
0: Oh, okay. Okay, so this sound got really jinky now, so I am going to sum up the rest of this episode. Mario just informed us once we buy our plant. We now need to buy a watering can and we also need to buy a spray bottle. I inquired what was the purpose of the spray bottle. I assumed it was for wiping the dust off the leaves of the plant but I was wrong. The spray bottle is for creating humidity around the plant so we need to make sure we are creating humidity. Once he said that I did inquire about a humidifier because I do notice that a lot of yogis that I follow on instagram they have their whole big plant world happening and i noticed that a lot of the plant people have humidifiers so i asked do we need to get a, a humidifier he said not when you have one or two plants it's not necessary once you start creating i guess oasis of plants then you need to look into having a humidifier but if you are at the beginning of your plant stages no you do not need a humidifier just use the um the the spray bottle Next, I asked about the pots. What type of pots do he, do, does he suggest we use? He said, definitely use one with the holes. Um, he was like, if you get one without the holes, you kind of need to be an expert on how to water that particular plant. When you have the holes, the holes create the drainage. So if you do overwater the plant, the draining is going to come out, and you know it will. It's kind of like a cheat sheet for watering. You know, once the water starts coming out the bottom then you can start watering where if you don't have any holes at the bottom of the um of the pot then of course you have the opportunity to overwater it so if we're at the beginning of our planting stages definitely seek out planting pots that have the holes at the bottom I, next, I asked about what soil to use when repotting the um, plants when it comes to that time. He says that his preference is the Miracle-Gro organic performance mix. So... That's his suggestion. Of course, at the Become a Unique Podcast, you have to make your own decision, you know, and do your research once you get out there and you're ready to like really step into this plant world. But that may be a great soil to start with. And then of course, as you go with your journey, you analyze, you know what's gonna work best for you.
1: Um but yeah, if people want to follow me, you know, MarioGon.com yeah, is my website. And then Instagram is Javon as well. Twitter is Javon. Facebook is Javon. All of it is Javon. <laughs> so it makes it real easy.
0: Thank you, Mario. You have truly left us with some amazing tips with starting our planting journey. I love that you said to feel the energy of the plant. Find out if it's a carrion masculine or feminine energy Go ahead and name your plants. Also, put an affirmation behind your plants. Have a playlist for your plants. So when you decide, it's my time to start watering and taking care of my plants, put a playlist on and so on. So all of those intentional tips is giving energy and life force to the plant because it, it goes from being the thing to life. So... Thank you so much for that information. I'm definitely going to be putting it to use. And I also would like to thank you for introducing me to Ron Finley. And the funny thing about it, um. Earlier this year, well, not earlier, but spring, summer, I I was stepping into the garden direction. So I guess I was Googling different gardening things. And you know, when you Google stuff, all of a sudden Instagram wants to give you all types of advertisements. So I actually saw an advertisement that kept coming up on my Instagram about taking a masterclass into gardening. It was a black man. I had absolutely no idea, was Ron Finley. He probably said his name in the advertisement, but um, at that time, the portal wasn't open to receive what I was hearing at that moment. So when I went and googled Ron Finley's name after the um interview then all of a sudden that same advertisement came back onto my newsfeed I was like oh my goodness I remember this advertisement from before and then I listened to the advertisement I was like oh this is Ron Finley he offers a masterclass onto gardening so of course I started like look I started to look for the um Netflix um movie there is no movie on Netflix for um Ron Finley if it was it's not there anymore but I did find a documentary on Amazon so if you're an Amazon member you should have access to the Amazon um video or the Amazon what do you call it <laughs> the Amazon movies so there is a documentary it's not a Ron um it's not a Ron Finley documentary but the documentary is called Can You Dig It and it's a beautifully amazing documentary it's about four different stories from compton california and it's all about that inner city it's just and it's four different stories of completely different spectrums so you have a family that lives in the projects you have two young adults that's trying to figure it out and you have um you have a two old men in a group house or a group home after you come from doing your time in jail at the last resort, you go to the, i say called the group home or the group house. And then it was Ron Finley. So it was four different stories and all of them had like this gardening situation going on. I'm definitely not doing what this documentary is about justice or my explanation, but oh my God, it was just so beautiful. And again, the documentary wasn't about you plant a tomato at this time of year and you harvest it at this time of year. It's nothing like that. It's The story is just so beautifully deep with just seeing the story about, you know, how everything just starts from a seed and so on. Like, I definitely highly suggest that, you know, when you have an hour and 24 minutes, go ahead to Amazon and look up, can you dig it? And I believe John Legend has something to do with this. I don't know if he's a director or something like that. But I know I saw his name say John Legend. So yeah, so definitely I suggest that you go and watch that. Ron Finley has a TED Talk out there on YouTube. And I will put the link to the TED Talk here. Suggest everyone watch it. It's only 10 minutes and like 24 seconds. So definitely check it out. This is not the end of the planting and gardening talk. This is just the beginning. Thank you so much for tuning in to become a Unique. And make sure you are here next week because that's going to be our final episode for season one. Yes. Thank you so much for being here.